You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. I love this guy. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Robbie, come with me. We're going to fix the toilet. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. That's Van Van Halen. Ain't talking about love. (coughs) Wow. Well, thanks to Van Halen, the game-changing idea of in-ear monitors came about. And thanks to XL Wetsuits, the idea of making neoprene from something other than oil has come about. And right now I'm so excited to talk to Courtney Kincaid and Lance Varon from XL Wetsuits, a wetsuit that I tried last Sunday going surfing and caught one of the best waves I've ever caught in Ventura. Lance and Courtney, thanks so much for getting up early to be with us. Uh, thank you very much for having us. Tell us the story of XL Wetsuits. When did it start? Who started it and why? Okay, let me start off with the beginning where it was Ed Diascoli, a, a surfer from New Jersey who was passionate about surfing and followed his dreams. And he started traveling from Jersey down to Florida to Barbados and just was having the time of his life, enjoyed surfing, had the passion, the, the surf bug, if you will. And then he made his way to the West Coast, glassing surfboards, and then partnered up with a Japanese brand of wetsuits and out of Oceanside and started doing Victory Wetsuits with another partner, Greg Wade, and the Japanese counterpart. And so they were doing that for a number of years. And then he decided, I'm going to keep going west and go to Hawaii. So he decided to go to Hawaii and out of his bedroom started making neoprene lycra pieces out of his, basically in his bedroom. So he made that for all the locals. And then he started doing some military suits for a local dive shop that had the need. So he's like, hey, I can do that. I got the blind stitch machine. And next thing you know, he's doing a big dive business early on. And then from there, wow, he just grew like from a bedroom setting to a 600 square foot office to now a worldwide business. And so um, pass off to a guy who just put everything on the line and pulled it off. And how did you get involved, Lance? What's your story? Where are you from? What did your dad do for a living? So my dad was a, kind of an engineer. He worked on computer mainframes at for Hughes Aircrafts, Rockwell, you know, Boeing back in the day and all that aerospace. And we grew up in Huntington Beach. He was one of those guys who grew up in L.A. Um, and all of a sudden he says he's moving to Orange County and everybody's like, Orange County, the boondocks, what are you doing? So in 64, he bought that house and, you know, so obviously being in Huntington Beach, you know, I took up surfing right away and that was my passion. So I started surfing a lot. I was going to be a fireman, realized, well, I worked at a surf shop. So the surf shop was really my foundation. So I worked for a local shaper named Carl Hayward at Huntington Beach on Main Street. And he was a really well-famous surfer in the 70s for the Rocketfish innovations and stuff. And so we were a custom surfboard builder. And I was writing for XL during those days. And then in 1989, I started repping, working in sales and handling all the sales in California for him. And so this has been a run since then. So it's a good 30 30 plus years of uh, Excel wetsuits for me. But have you enjoy, have you listened to any of the show? Have you enjoyed hearing about oh, Jack I, O'Neill? Absolutely, we have the hugest respect for O'Neill and Jack and all the team over there um, because they're as passionate as we are. Everybody, what's great about right. having Jack O'Neill and the competition in the marketplace is we all strive to do better, and the winner is the consumers. You, get, the 
people in the water. Yep. They win because we're all innovating. We're all getting better at our skills. You know, I can th- can't thank you guys enough, uh, and Jared Abrams for making this happen. And I, I had know. the pleasure of wearing one of your wetsuits uh, last Sunday when I went surfing. I've never worn another brand until this past Sunday, and it was fantastic. But what's so intriguing to me is you make it out of a different material. Talk about a game changer. How do you make neoprene out of a rock and out of bamboo or whatever else it is? What is that all about? Well, first off, there's different components to neoprene. So when you think of neoprene, neoprene is actually the foam insulator. That is the middle section. It's also coated with a textile or jersey, if you will, on the inside and outside or not on the outside, which would be like a spine mesh skin on the chest. That's what we call smoothie. Mm. And what's great about smoothie is it's a closed-cell foam. So when it when wind hits you, you don't even feel it. It's nothing. So it mm. really works with the wind shear factor there. But the insulation properties of foam is the fact that, you know, first it's a limestone base. So we can make that foam a lot cheaper, have a lot less stretch, and ruin the environment by using petrol chemicals. But we choose to use limestone as a base because that is a lot more eco-friendly. Mm. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the, the carbon in the foam, which is the stabilizer, that is now taking old tires off the road and using it as the carbon black. So without that black color, that foam would just disintegrate. Hmm. 